beautiful. This is Way, the Who Am I podcast. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know all about my story. I have shared so much and have been so vulnerable with you. And I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to me. If this is your first time listening, first of all, thank you very much. Second of all, if you want to find out more about this, because I don't really explain what this podcast is all about because if you really want to know you can go to the intro episode you can listen to the who am i episode and continue on from there i am so excited about this week's episode this week is chapter 15 the secret that saved my relationship and i am going to almost guarantee that it's not what you're going to think it is or not what you may think it is first i have to share a few exciting things that have happened so last week chapter 14 we talked about my take on manifestation and if you tried anything if you tried an experiment this week please dm me i really want to know about it because it makes me excited if something that i said can help you manifest something in your life oh my god that is so exciting so if you haven't listened to that episode i highly suggest checking it out because manifestation is amazing and it's so I I want to say it's it is very easy yet it's hard sometimes to get the concept down and to work through your mind and your brain and the thoughts that you're telling yourself. So as I know I'm a broken record and I talk about your thoughts control your world, but it's so freaking true. Once you can get a hold of your thoughts, then you can start changing your life. And I talked about how I was close to hitting my goal and I am already over halfway to my goal for this month. And it's just really, really nice when you change your money mindset and you, man, I don't have stress anymore when I check my bank account. And granted, it is not where I want it to be. It's not where it needs to be to meet my goal, but I don't care and I don't have anxiety about it. And I'm just trusting that it's going to happen. And every single day I do something that pushes my business forward, whether it's small or whether it's like a teeny tiny step, like a millimeter, or whether it's a giant leap, I am doing something every day to push my business forward. And if you don't have a business, you can still do this with your life. You can push your life forward every single day. And by learn, and that's by learning. I feel like I used to feel like a boring person that I had nothing to contribute to society. Um, I felt like I would watch TV shows in my spare time and that's really all I did. And now I try to listen to a podcast a day or read a book, not a whole book, obviously, but read and not be on my phone so much and actually try to learn. And oh my God, I used to love learning as a child, but I think we get older and we stop learning. We're, we only learn when we're forced to by work or if we really have a hobby or a passion that actually drives us to learn, we're not really learning. And so I urge you to learn every day because it's really amazing to expand your mind. That was really exciting. And I have had a few breakthroughs. I have dissolved a few limiting beliefs that I have held on to since one from a teenager and one from a child. And Man, it feels so freaking good to dissolve those beliefs. I'm going to share um, one that I actually had today. So I hurt my foot 
um, about two months ago, I think. I don't know. It could have been longer. But it, I, I think I slammed it on a rock and I might have fractured it or something. But basically, it feels like a bone or something is kind of trying to push through my heel and it really hurts and I've just been lumping around forever and finally I showed Dan who is my boyfriend if you don't know and I showed him when we were at the cabin and he freaked out and he was like oh my god you need to go to a doctor like something is coming out of your freaking foot like you why haven't you gone to a doctor and I was like well I showed you this before and you didn't say anything so Anyways, I have to go to the freaking doctor and I hate the doctor. Like I hate hospitals. It gives me anxiety and I've been trying to work on it since I've been an adult. Like I, okay, I'm going to try and keep this story short. So basically I was talking to my sister. She's a PTA and I was asking her, like I, show, I sent her a video. I was like, what do you think it is? And she was like, it might be a small fracture. I don't know. It's probably not going to be that bad. And so I was telling Dan this morning, I was like, Kelsey said this and, uh, he was like, she doesn't really know, like no one knows what's wrong with your foot. So why are you getting like relief or comfort from someone who's telling you something that you don't even know is true? And I was like, I don't know. It's my sister. She knows more than this. And I'm scared. And he was like, but why? And he's been to the hospital tons of times. So he was really sweet. And he explained like, okay, this is what's going to happen. You're going to go in and blah, blah, blah. And he gave all the steps. And he was like, it's not that bad. And I was like, like okay and then he was like why do you have this like fear and I was like I don't know and so then I started like thinking about it and then I realized when I was in first grade we had to go get shots and I remember being really scared about it it was so scary and I was talking to my dad and he was like don't worry it's gonna be fine it's not going to hurt and so I trusted him I was like okay dad says it's not going to hurt so I'm gonna be brave and it's not gonna hurt and I get there and they give me they give me a couple of shots and I was like, holy shit, that freaking hurts. Obviously, I didn't say that, but <laughs> it hurt. I remember being so like I remember feeling so betrayed and it hurt. And my dad lied to me and I was in the first grade and I don't know how old you are in the first grade, but I was young. And I think it was the first time that I realized that my dad lied to me. And I just remember, I, I guess I don't. I remember feeling so betrayed and then we were going on vacation the next day and I think I got really sick from the shots and I didn't enjoy the vacation and it was just a terrible experience. So fast forward to teenager, I go, I have to go get shots again and I'm psyching, I'm trying to psych myself out like Lindsay, you know, you, it's not going to hurt. You're fine. Like you were just a little kid. It's not, even if it does hurt, it's not the end of the world. And so I go in and I get the shot and I realize, oh, wow, that didn't hurt very much. And so then I was like, fine. But then as I'm walking out of the clinic, I started, I looked at my mom and I was like, mom, I'm going to pass out. And she's like, oh my God. And made me sit on a bench and put my head between my legs and people were walking by. And I remember feeling very anxious, like, "Ugh, I'm so embarrassed. Like this sucks. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. So I said, I'm fine. And I went and we walked to the car and I ended up passing out and falling flat on my face. My sister's laughing at me because I guess it looked hilarious. And then I broke my glasses and I had a huge gash over my eye and someone comes running out with a wheelchair and they wheelchair me back in. It was so embarrassing. And then I'm in a waiting room and the doctor comes in. He's like, yeah, it looks like you're going to need stitches. And I look at my mom. And I was like, hell no, 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 no. I am not getting stitches. Needles are what got me here in the first place because I 
thought that I had a fear of needles. And well, I did, but so they stereo stitched it up and I went home and I remember being like posting on, on online, like, look at my wound. Like I was so, I felt so proud of it. <laughs> it was kind of funny. So then every single time I've had to get blood or do anything, I feel, it feels like the blood's rushing up and down my body and I try to control it, but it's been very hard. So when I realized, oh my God, like the reason I have this like crazy fear of hospital is because not because I, not just because I have a fear of needles, I went deeper and I realized that that was the first time I was betrayed and I was betrayed by my own father and it hurt and it sucked and my body remembers how I feel, how I felt and I've dealt with that my whole life. So this morning I was like, you know what, F this like I don't want to have this crippling fear or anxiety anymore I'm done with it like what happened to me as a child sucked but I don't need to carry it through as an adult and you know what I'm gonna go into that doctor appointment tomorrow and I'm not gonna be nervous and I I, I can't worry about the future it is what it is what whatever it is is going to happen and I'm going to have a great experience and I'm going to tell you all about it on my Instagram tomorrow because I want to share that it's very easy to dissolve beliefs. I think it's very easy. Okay, I'm going to break this down because I think it, it's very easy in the sense of once you have that realization, once you have that realization, um, then you know that you smashed the belief, it's dissolved, it's done, but your body still has remnants of that, right? Like you're still going to go, I'm probably going to go to this hospital tomorrow and my body's going to start reacting, but I'm going to start saying, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're a big girl now. Like we've dissolved that belief, calm down. And I'm going to work on calming my body down because I feel like my body, while my head is like, yeah, we've got this, my body still has remnants. Like it still has auto, it's still on auto drive as far as when I'm around a hospital. I'm going to work very hard to calm my body because, and that's, that is where I think the hard part comes in because your mind is like, boom, we've got this, but your body is still trying to fight you and it's still trying to go into auto mode and you have to kind of become, you have to take it, your, your brain out of automatic and put it into manual and control it. So I'm going to jump right into chapter 15, the secret that saved my relationship. Uh, I'm just going to tell you straight up the secret that saved my relationship was learning how to love myself. I know that sounds like so simple. So I'm going to kind of continue the story because I haven't really, I kind of left off with, I was getting into personal development. I was reading all these books and listening to all these podcasts and Dan was being kind of um, resistant and he just was looking at the world through his lens. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do me and I'm going to learn all that I can. And I started working on myself and focusing on myself. And it, back in May, I had a meditative experience where I think I've talked about it, but I, I've never loved myself. And that is a hard thing to say, but I think I, I think a lot of you can relate because we may put on a facade, 
to the outside world that we love ourselves and life is amazing, whatever. But when you look at yourself in the mirror, you don't like what you see. And when you look at yourself in the mirror, you find things to hate. And typically we look at the things we don't like and we don't look at the things that we do like. And it's taken me a long time to be able to look in that mirror and look myself in the eye and say, man, Lindsay, I love you. Like, I truly love myself and I feel like I have finally felt what love feels like. And it's like, it's a very hard thing to explain, but I've, I felt it in life and I've definitely felt it in meditation. That's why I cannot wait uh, to get Dan and I are going to do a meditation episode soon. And I am so excited to share everything I've learned because meditation, I've said it before, control, becoming the washer of my thoughts and meditation have like changed my life so incredibly much that I can't even put it into words. And I want you to experience that as well. But during my meditation experiences, like I learned how to love myself and I learned how to break down walls and have revelations that, man, I haven't been thinking the right way. And oh my God, because I've been thinking this, this wasn't happening. Like the thing that I wanted most, which is someone else to love me. I haven't been able to have because I have thought I'm so unlovable and I've hated myself for it. I've been on this journey of personal development for the last year, over a year now, but it really didn't start like, I really didn't start seeing major changes in my life until May of this year. So I'll probably get into it further, but I was getting into personal development at one point in May, like Dan started doing yoga with me and he started meditating with me and neither of us really knew what to do, but we were having like these wild experiences and it was making us believe in this stuff. And I started going on the, going off on the deep end with the woo and Dan was kind of resistant to it, but he, he was getting into it way more than I ever thought he would. And it was so exciting. And then I talked about it in the anxiety storm episode. I think it was chapter 13, but I like something happened and he fell and then we both fell and I didn't really realize it. And then when I did, I was like, Oh my God, how quickly you can fall. And personal development is a conscious choice daily. Like you have to be doing something daily to invest in yourself and to work on personal development. So I've been learning how to love myself and learning to love my body. And I talked about it in chapter 12, the from 180 pounds to 120 pounds, how I have been like seeing major changes in my body by just loving myself. So not only did it help change and save my relationship, but it's helped my body. It's like, I'm, I'm so excited to go to the doctor tomorrow because the last time I went to the doctor, I weighed 155 pounds and I think that I've lost weight since then. And I think I went to the doctor in August or something. So I'm really curious to see like what has changed with my body. And I don't care about the number. The number is bullshit. Like please throw your scales away. Don't be consumed by that number because that number does not define you. First of all, you can very like 
poundage wise, I think it's by like five, 10 pounds, whether you have water weight, whether you're on your period, whether you ate too much salt or whatever, like you shouldn't let that number on the scale define you because you are not that number. It's just a three digit number or maybe even a two digit number. Like I urge you to to look deeper into why you feel like that number makes a difference in your life because it shouldn't. So anyways, that number is just, to me, I use, yes, I do weigh myself, but it's only, I do, I threw my scale away a long time ago and I only weigh myself when I'm at the doctor or when I'm at Dan's parents' house. So anyways, I, I've been seeing so much change in such a short amount of time by just loving myself and focusing on the things that I do love. And you know what? I've become more confident, I've become more confident in myself. And that is such an amazing feeling. And they always say that you can't love anyone until you love yourself. And I 100% believe that because you will never, ever completely find the love that you're looking for in someone else. It's, it's, within you and it's always been within you but as we grow older we start taking on these beliefs like I feel like when we're kids we love unconditionally and we are able to be loved unconditionally and then the older you get the more beliefs you get and then the more experience you you get and maybe the more shitty things then maybe like shitty things happen to you and then you you start blocking love and then you start hating yourself instead of loving yourself and oh my god like it's so easy in concept yet so freaking hard like there are still days that I don't want to love myself but I know the difference between loving myself and my ego tries the chatter tries to like hold me back and it is a struggle sometimes like I I it's not easy the more you do it the easier it gets but it's still hard and I've, I think it's probably been since May that I started to really focus on loving my body because I've never loved the skin that I'm in ever. Like I can't remember a time where I loved the skin that I was in and that in turn created more self-hatred and self-hatred. And then I, my last relationship, I didn't love myself. And this current relationship that I'm in with Dan, like I didn't love myself and we weren't doing well. Like, to be quite honest, I th- it'll be three years that we've been together in uh, around Thanksgiving of this year. And it really hasn't been that good. Neither of us thought the relationship would work maybe six months ago. Like, before May, I didn't think I could see a future with him in where he was at. If he could, I knew that if he could change and if he would change and if he would start growing and developing like I was and learning more about himself that, that we could be amazing. But I didn't, I didn't think that it would happen. And then I was like completely blown away by how amazing, like seriously, (laughs) our relationship took a a complete 180 and it's just the beginning and we're we're going to do amazing things together and we finally we finally learn to lean on each other and to let each other in and to be vulnerable and to put down the guard that we both had up against each other. And I think that that happens a lot in relationships. You have to learn how to be vulnerable with someone and I've never learned how to do that because from a child I closed up. And 
I've never really been vulnerable with anyone except probably my sister. And it's like, I feel like a lot of times, at least for me, I haven't wanted to be seen or I haven't wanted to show someone the entirety of me because I've been scared that someone's not going to accept me. And it's been so freaking scary. Like some of the conversations Dan and I have had have been so extremely scary. Like there, we had a really scary one or it was scary for me to like bring up when we were at the cabin, but that was the conversation that changed our lives and changed our relationship. And it finally got to the point where I loved myself enough to say, I, I want to do this with you. And I, I, I felt alone in the relationship And I realized at the cabin that I had another belief. All these beliefs are coming up, but I've had another belief where I used to have this like mantra of to not be alone. I remember I had an AIM name from it. I would think about it all the time. I I remember that being very prominent in my thought process to not be alone. I wanted to not be alone so badly. I didn't realize that the um, I'm so unlovable was holding me back. And I realized that at the cabin that I had that belief. And I realized that I wanted to not be alone so badly that I was too scared to open up. And I realized that I had to open up and let Dan see me in order to not be alone. And I was telling him at the cabin, I was like, I either need to be alone or Or I want to be with you, but I'm tired of feeling alone with you. And it was a very powerful moment because I feel like, at least for me, it's been so scary to, my whole life I feel like I've been so scared to show up as me and for fear of being judged or for fear of being not liked or for whatever fear and whatever beliefs were holding me back. I was just so scared to show up as me. And I've, I've said this multiple times. Like I feel like my whole entire life has been, or the majority of my life has been living in grayscale. And the only time I get really excited is when I'm passionate about something. And I have finally found my passion with way. And I have finally found, uh, a partner, a man to live with and to grow with. And you know what? Dan has been teaching me so much lately. And it's just so nice to be open and honest and vulnerable with your partner and for them to reciprocate and for them to be open and honest and vulnerable with you. And I feel like Dan and I have finally realized that we can trust each other. And I think it had to like, I don't think we could have ever fully done that until we both worked on our beliefs because I've had this belief of I'm so unlovable and he's had this belief of I hate myself so much. And we've been so, we've been like drowning in our sorrows and our bitterness and our anger and our self-hatred that we haven't been able to see each other as we are. And now we are. And it's just so amazing when you can be yourself like truly be your authentic self with someone without fear of being judged to be vulnerable with them and know you're safe so I know I trailed off on something that 
was not really <laughs> the topic of this podcast, but it really is all tied together because I've learned, I'm learning how to love myself more and I'm learning how to speak my authentic truth and I'm learning how to be myself. As much as I tried to get Dan to love me or to be the person that I thought he wanted me to be so that he could love me, I didn't realize that I had to give myself that love and, and I was the only one. I'm the only one that can love me exactly how I need and want to be loved. Period. Like we have to learn to give ourselves the things that we want the most. There has been multiple times where I've had realizations of limited beliefs that I've had with Dan because I would be pissed off that he wasn't giving me attention or that he wasn't being affectionate with me or whatever. And I was seeing that in him, but I didn't realize that it was a reflection of me because I wasn't being affectionate with him. I wasn't giving him love. I wasn't loving him because I wasn't loving myself. If you're in a relationship or not, step one needs to be learn how to love yourself and learn how to be your authentic self. Because I think we have these ideas of like what love is supposed to be or what a relationship is supposed to be and what a man is supposed to do or not do. And we have these ideas in our head and then we project them onto someone. And most of the time we do it without even telling them what (laughs) our beliefs are. And then we get mad when they don't do the things we want. But I urge you to the next time you are mad at your partner for something, take a step back and think, are you doing the thing that you want them to do for you? Are you doing that thing for them? If you're upset that your partner is not communicating well with you, are you communicating well with them? If you're upset that your partner is not giving you affection, are you giving them affection? If you're upset that your partner isn't pleasing you in the right way, well, are you trying to please them? It, it's like the give and receive. Like if you want to receive something, you've got to give it. And I had that revelation a while back and I was like, oh my God, I'm such an asshole. Like in my head, I'm so pissed off that he's not doing this thing, but I am also not doing that thing. I'm still trying to figure out how to share this in the best way possible because it's like, oh, just go and love yourself. Yeah, that's what everyone says. And it's freaking hard. Like, how did I actually start loving myself? So first trick, meditation and and your thoughts, like sending good thoughts to yourself and your body and really paying attention when you say something negative about yourself, catch it and reframe it. If you're like, oh, you know, my stomach sucks. Well, catch that and say, no, my stomach doesn't suck. Like my stomach is freaking awesome. It's a part of me. It's who I am. And I'm sorry. And sometimes I'll even like rub my belly and be like, I am so sorry for the thoughts that I have sent your way. And just giving it permission to release because I feel like I have emotional weight in that area and I'm just been focusing on like release, releasing the pain, surrendering, and just being happy in who I am now. So meditation, reframing your thoughts. And the third one is like every day I look in the mirror and I say that I love myself and I try to feel it. 
And I don't just say, I love you. I, I, I just, I try to feel it. And I, I have this like, man, I love myself so freaking much because of all of the things that I have accomplished. And if you can only find one thing, like I love my eyes, like whatever, like feel how amazing it feels to love yourself, even if it's only one body part or one, one aspect of you you can find something that you love and I'll look in the mirror and I'll even like pull my shirt up and look at my stomach and be like, Oh my God, look at you. Like you're changing, you're growing, you're leaning out. Like look at how much you've accomplished. And I just like give myself a pep talk in the mirror, looking myself in the eye and truly being able to say, Lindsay, I love you. Like you are so amazing and believing it in my heart that is something that is very powerful and it helps me with my confidence. And you know what? Ever since I've been doing that, I've been showing up, I've been more confident and my body has been changing without even me really trying. And my relationship has changed without me even really trying. Like, of course I've been trying, but I just kind of stopped trying so hard to fix the relationship because I thought I could fix the relationship. And I started focusing on me. And I don't have that baggage of self-hatred. Like that is some heavy ass shit and it weighs on us literally. Like I think that because of our self-hatred, we gain weight and we hold emotional weight because we hate ourselves so much and we get heavy. And when you release that, you just feel so much lighter and, and then everything in your life starts changing. It really truly starts. I feel like personal development is transformative and it starts with your thoughts and then it, it starts with loving yourself and when you love yourself, you make better choices. When you, you love yourself, you take that leap of faith. When you, when you, when you love yourself, you build confidence. When you love yourself, you open doors that you would never have opened before because you were too scared. And when you love yourself, you start growing and thriving and blooming and blossoming. And your true, your true authentic self starts coming out when you love yourself, because when you love yourself, you build that confidence and you build that, that feeling of fuck it. I'm doing me. And if you don't like it, that's fine, but I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up, but I want to leave you with some actionable, like an action plan. So what I would say in the journey to loving yourself, because it is going to be a journey. It's not going to happen overnight, especially if you've hated yourself for a long time, you're going to deal with those thoughts and they're going to come at you hardcore and the ego is going yourself if you've listened I think I talk about this in chapter 13 anxiety storms but I came up with this like talking to yourself and you are your higher self and yourself is your ego and a lot of times you are talking to yourself in your head and you are your higher self your inner person your authentic self and yourself or your authentic you and yourself is like your ego and it's just there to keep you safe, but it's, it's a limit. It's your limited beliefs. It's your limited mindset. And it does not like it when it's just disrupted. It does not like looking at those limited beliefs from a different lens because it's shitty and it sucks. Like it does not feel good. And the ego is like, no, 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 no. We don't want to feel these feelings. 
So it is going to be hard. I'm going to tell you that right now it's not going to be easy and it's going to take dedication. You have to make a point daily to work on this. So I would say the first thing, as I've been talking over and over and over, is watching your thoughts, becoming aware of the things that you're thinking about yourself. If you're going through your day and you say any anything that follows I am, better be positive. And if it's negative, you got to reframe that shit. If you say I'm a loser, please stop saying that. Don't say that about yourself. If you catch yourself saying, I'm a loser, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm not smart, I am whatever. First of all, you are not that thing. Second of all, you need to reframe that with something that you are that's positive. You don't need to be thinking about the negative things about yourself. Yes, there is always going to be something that we can work on about ourselves, but We are a work in progress and we need to be kind and loving to ourselves. Like it really does start there. And so start listening to your thoughts when you say something in your, to yourself or in your head, I am, if it's negative, catch yourself and replace it with something else. So first is start paying attention to how you're talking or thinking about yourself. And then another thing that you can do is let's say, you have a goal to be 10 pounds lighter and you're doing everything possible that you can. You're doing everything that you can to get to that goal. You're taking daily steps. You're being healthier. You're being more mindful. And when you look at yourself now, yes, you aren't, you aren't there yet. But when you start looking at yourself now, start feeling how you're going to feel when you're 10 pounds lighter now, start feeling it now. And that helps you to love yourself because you start feeling those feelings and the more you work at it and the more you feel them, the more your body doesn't know the difference between now and and the goal. And you just start feeling that way all the time, whether you're at your goal or not. First of all, how amazing is that (laughs) to like feel how you're going to feel when you're at your goal already? And yeah, you're, it's going to be great when you get to your goal, but you already feel like you're there and it just makes life so much better better and you can love yourself more. So that is something that has really helped me to to love myself. That was a little long, but I think that the main two things to work on loving yourself are to reframe your thoughts, start thinking highly of yourself, start thinking better about yourself. If no if you don't do it, no one else is going to. Like no one else is really going to, and even if they do, you're not going to believe them. So start thinking that way about yourself now and then start feeling how you're going to be when you get there. And I swear to God, like it brings you so much confidence and it helps you change your life when you're purposeful about your thoughts and you're purposeful about looking at yourself and giving yourself all of the things that you need and knowing that you are the only one that's going to love you exactly how you need to be loved. I don't know how you need to be loved. Your boyfriend probably doesn't know exactly how you need to be loved. And I'm sorry to tell you this right now is he is never going to be able to give that to you 100% until you can give it to yourself 100% because he may already, he or she may already be giving you what you need, but you can't receive it because you don't love yourself. So it also helps your partner because I know that Dan has probably felt that, that like we're closer because I'm loving myself. And so I can let him love me and I don't need him to give me all the love. Like that's a pretty high, like that's a pretty tall shoes to fill or however you say 
is like someone expecting someone else to give them all the love that they need. That's pretty intimidating, to be honest. And uh, when you can learn to give it to yourself, then you can receive it from your partner. So those are the two things. I highly suggest you working on one or both of those. And let me know what you think, because I, I saw results pretty damn quick. And it was amazing. And I started feeling more amazing. And then it, it gave me that confidence. And my confidence started building. And then I was like, look at me. I love who I am now. Not, I'm not going to wait until I'm 10 pounds lighter or can fit into this dress to love myself. No, I'm going to love myself now. And I'm going to feel how I'm going to feel when I'm there now. And man, it is amazing. So uh, try those things out this week. If you do DM me and let me know, because I want to know if this works for you, if you got something for this, or if this helped you, because man, it sure helped me once I realized this and started doing it and taking action. Like I highly suggest taking action because if you just listen to this podcast and you're like, Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. No, do it now. Do it, Go look in the mirror now and tell yourselves those things. Like, Go start thinking about your thoughts now and taking action. Because if you don't, you're going to lose it. You're going to forget about it. So I really, really, really urge you to start doing this now because it will change your life. So I'm going to go ahead and let you go now, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, tag me on social media, leave me a comment, DM me, share this podcast. If you feel like someone could benefit from this, please share it with them because I want to get this information in as many ears as possible. I don't really know what the next episode is going to be. I'm probably going to get Dan to record an episode with me this week so that we can do uh, the meditation episode because, oh my God, that one's going to be so good. So I am going to leave you now. I hope you have an amazing Monday. Start reframing your thoughts and start sending love to your body and start feeling how you're going to feel when you, when you get there now because man, it's amazing. So I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.